When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. By the way, I was actually thinking Trini probably did some voiceover work for this character right here, right? Cause, oh, absolutely. It's all yeah, voiceover. Because it's Japanese, Everything right? Everything from uh, Power Rangers was like brought overseas. Yeah. I know this one is obviously, uh, you know, was produced yeah. with the American cast and crew, but uh, she still had to do voiceover. Right, 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 <laughs> you know? right. We'll just get right into it. And yeah. you could even keep that little fun fact right there, actually, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Fun with Dumb. Uh, this guest right here I had in the first 20 episodes of this podcast, which was over a year and a half, two years ago. Oh, maybe. yeah. Yeah, basically about like two years ago, because if we're if we're looking back, that was right when I was cast as Bugs and Daffy for uh, for Looney Tunes cartoons. That was like. HBO Max was still right. a was ha, actually hadn't even been a thing yet. Right, that was like part of the, the whole merger, merger, yeah, yeah, and all that stuff. And you know, who knows? We uh, who knows? By the time tomorrow, we might all be owned by Disney. It, that's true. And and after watching uh, Space Jam: New Legacy, I can say they t- they got all that IP and <laughs> brought <laughs> yeah. it all together. They, they took advantage. <laughs> and you know, it's funny. Like a lot of people have criticisms about that, but if you look at at Looney Tunes. From the past, they've always been very self-aware, yeah. and I and I think that's what kind of separated Warner Brothers cartoons from Disney cartoons. They were yeah. the ones that were kind of like like Mad Magazine, mm. kind of very self-aware, uh, self-deprecating, yep. which is kind of like my kind of humor. I love that's why yeah. I'm a huge Conan O'Brien fan. It's like the self-awareness, self-deprecating, and again, they always made references to pop culture in right. the tunes. Right. They always caricatured uh, Frank Sinatra. Or, you know, Dean Martin or any icon of the time, uh, you know, they always reference Peter Laurie and all of those yeah. cartoons. They always had like... I mean, when you, if you have access to it, why wouldn't you right. go roast it? Right, you know? right, I, I, right. If I had access to that, I'd do that all day. Roasting <laughs> humor was very popular back then. And I mean, it's kind of like, again, what separates Looney Tunes from like a lot of the other cartoons of the golden era was that they weren't afraid to pull the punches they weren't afraid to break the fourth wall right 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 well i i, I didn't even introduce you yet this is eric bowser how you doing sir i'm doing well now that i'm here with you and it's crazy again you know the times we're living in uh to to know that that that, that all happened between the last time we talked right because the, the first time we talked was pre-pandemic it's true things were like a lot more free and open uh, but I'm so happy to see that you're healthy, thriving, doing well, and the show is still going. And there's and- so much that's happened since then. Um, you know, besides the pandemic, even far as Asian Americans, oh a Canadian, a- Asians all across globally, representation, yeah. representation has just been crazy. Mm-hmm. And we'll get all into that. Eric Bowser, if you're not familiar, is a voice actor who's voiced over a hundred characters, probably more than that, like a mm-hmm. couple hundred maybe at this point, right? Yeah. And um, 
Some of the iconic characters are the Looney Tunes characters such as Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, Elmer Fudd, Foghorn Leghorn, Marvin the Martian, and Bugs Bunny. <laughs> like, pretty much is it all of them or what? Well, like, have it, you done it? it oh, okay, it, it, you know, here's the thing. They always kind of switch hands project to project. Right, right. So in Space Jam, A New Legacy, uh, most definitely Daffy Duck. Mm-hmm. Um the, the the real star of the movie, if you ask me. <laughs> Sorry, LeBron, but it is it is the Daffy movie. Um, uh, Marvin the Martian, isn't that lovely? Mm. Uh, my favorite uh, illegal alien. Um, <laughs> I have a passport. It's been approved. Uh, and then we have the newer characters that I've never really done on a scale like this. So fog, fog, I say foghorn, leghorn, pay attention, Oh, that son. was your first time. But, like... I mean, I had voiced him in a video game before, but it was literally like a catchphrase or two. Got you. Nothing Got you. to the scale of of this. Right. Uh, and again, he's really just sprinkled, you know, in and out of the film. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, Elma Fudd, be very, very quiet. I'm Martin Wabbit. You yeah. know, yeah. I'll get, I'll bless you, you Wesley Wabbit. And then uh, a, a, a Porky Pig, which really hasn't been played by a lot of folks. There's been a handful of people. Uh, but the two artists that I have to cite definitely are Mel Blanc mm-hmm. and, and, of course, uh, post-Mel Blanc, uh, the guy that's held the position of Porky the longest, Bob Bergen. Uh, but again, it just goes to show you when these projects change hands, it's like you're dealing with a whole different set of storytellers, Got some you. of which uh, are very familiar with the the history and lineage of the characters and have worked with the characters uh, for decades, uh, one voice director comes to mind, Colette Sunderman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there are people like Malcolm D. Lee and LeBron James who are just kind of like, you know, they've, they've been in entertainment and in our culture right. for a very long time. But when it comes to Looney Tunes, um, they may not have had like experience or um, uh, have been working with these characters long as, you know, some of these. Well, how have. does that happen? Because you've voiced Bugs Bunny before. Yes. So what, what? how does that decision happen where they're like, okay, we'll go with a different Bugs Bunny, but yeah. you'll voice these characters? So it's it's so strange. So for this one, for instance, I was brought on, I was one of the first voiceover artists to be brought on as a scratch dialogue performer. Yeah. And and for those who uh, who don't know, scratch dialogue is uh, you bring in a, a, an actor or actress to provide dialogue for the film while it's still in production. So at least they have some kind of performance it's a temp it's temporary dialogue mm-hmm. so it's funny i was the first person brought on to do temporary dialogue i was voicing everyone from bugs to granny yeah i was even doing i was even doing granny lines <laughs> like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a man i don't know if you could tell by the images here i'm a man uh, and they just said you know whatever we just need someone in the booth to work with lebron so he has someone to act with right so when you're in the booth and you're being asked to voice even someone like Granny or Tweety or Porky or Bugs or Daffy, you're going to do it to the best of your ability Mm -hmm. Uh, because it's not a formal audition. Usually auditions are you get the email, read for the character, and if you're good, they call you back, a callback for the second round, and then it gets narrowed in. This was like I was doing um, scratch dialogue for almost a year and a half, Mm. and then uh, that was with the first director, Terrence... um, uh, Terrence, uh, and 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 then they brought in Malcolm D. Lee, and then he was like, "I want to hear 
everyone that can yeah. do the voices. So then then he opened it up. So then people like Jeff Bergman, yeah. who was the first guy to voice Bugs after Mel Blanc, mm. and then Bob Bergen came in, and then Candy Milo came so in. So they're hearing different versions. So they're hearing they're hearing now it's like, okay, we have more people doing the the performances with LeBron. And, you know, I had just come fresh off of um voicing Bugs for Looney Tunes cartoons, right. which was a younger, more energetic take on bugs they wanted the 1940s bugs like gotcha. you know the more wascally wabbit kind of uh the performance that they and if you watch the movie the performance they ended up going with was more of like the later chuck jones more subdued i did notice like for me when i heard it it was a version of bugs that i felt like i wasn't used to kind of right something right. about it it's like and you you i don't know i guess when you grow up with it you can right. pick those things up or right something. right 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 <laughs> well there's something about like uh, overall like for me mel blank you gotta say he's the og right he's the right. guy that created these characters gotcha. not just bugs daffy he did all right. of the characters. everyone except for granny and elmer yeah and again you look back at even his performance it started out like with that energetic kind of like mm -hmm. a different tone and it ended up evolving into, you know, where we are with with the Chuck Jones evolution, kind of like, um, you know, he kind of went from here, kind of more like right here, you know, like mm. kind of like this more even tone, kind of cool as a cucumber, like half lidded, kind of like whatever, you know, like <laughs> it, it, it's it's like Homer where does, Simpson. But the, does the evolution you know? come from the times as well, though? Yeah, absolutely. The the times. The the I, I, even within the original run of Looney Tunes, you had Chuck Jones, Bob Clampett, Frizz Freeling, uh, Tex Avery. Uh, you know, you had a big scope of, of of directors, and every time Mel Blanc was working with a different director, they all demanded something different from them. Right. So, um, yeah, Bob McKimson was the other one that I was was thinking of, uh, but and that goes to show with with here, it, you know, I was doing bugs for Looney Tunes cartoons, and there was something that Pete Browngart, he was the showrunner for mm -hmm. that, he heard something in my performance that he thought this is perfect for this version. Yeah, but when I was reading uh, for Space Jam, it was like. Oh no no no! He's 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 our Daffy, but Jeff right. is our Bug. So you know it really is up to the exec producers and the casting people from project to project. And again, we grew up in the era that there was you know a, a reboot, and then right. it would go away for two years. We're now living in a time where these reboots and reimaginings right. and versions of the characters are piling on top of each other. That's true because of the demand. Look at a character like Harlequin. There's a character for preschool yeah. there, of Harlequin. There's a character for preteen, like 12-year-olds. Mm -hmm. There's Adult Swim Harlequin. And then there's Rated R feature film Harlequin. So there's right. like, <laughs> yeah. and not, there, is not there is not one person playing I, these characters. I, I was looking at your wiki and I saw one reboot that I found interesting you did um, last year. Mm -mm. Battletoads. Oh, yes, yes, and yes. And I yes, played yes. Battletoads. You did the original. Oh, my God. That yes. original game. It was like its own version of Ninja Turtles almost. Exactly. But yeah. I loved the game. It was so <laughs> fun to play back in the day. Yeah. And it, so they rebooted that video game. They did. I, I got to check that out. And, okay. and they really kept, like, again, you know, you have people that grew up playing the original. Yeah. So what would you do with that property if you had a chance to write for it? Yeah. And, you know, there was uh, Tom Kaufman, Ryan Ridley, Kelsey Abbott. These are people that I met at Channel 101. And uh, if you don't know what Channel101.com is, that's Dan Harmon and mm -hmm. Rob Schraub. Yep, so yep. you already have co-creator of 
Rick and Morty and former Rick and Morty writers working on like if you had a chance to do Battletoads, what that's would you pretty do? sick. So it was kind of like again very self aware, and they acknowledge like the original run, but they really did something great with it, and and I was happy to be on board as uh, Rash. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you scored five characters on Space Jam New Legacy. That must feel great. Uh yeah. It's it's one of those things where. If you're a, a, a blue-collar voiceover artist like myself and you've been told, eh, what you're doing is just scratch dialogue, you're kind of like, okay, they're going to replace me with a celebrity. Yeah. Like, they just released uh, the Scooby-Doo movie Scoob mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, they had uh, celebrities come in uh, to do some of these characters, which would normally be performed by just the regular people that just sound like the original characters. But I think with Looney Tunes, it would have been very distracting to hear uh, like a big time celebrity just kind of come in and do their own voice for these characters. Right, right. Or even a celebrity that could do voices. It, w- it would still kind of sound, you know, like someone impersonating versus someone that just kind of knows the characters and sounds like mm-hmm. them. So, I mean, even when they cast um, uh, uh, Fluffy, uh, Iglesias, you know, yeah. uh, as 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 uh, as Speedy, they asked him, uh, you know, Gabriel Iglesias, if, they, if you want to do a modern take, and in his interview he said, no, like, I want to sound like the character. Yeah, that's amazing. And then they said, are you sure it's not, like, offensive to your culture? And he said... In his interview, he's so funny. He goes, "I don't know if you've met my parents, but he sounds—they sound bang on to Speedy <laughs> Gonzalez." But that—that's a good example because obviously, you know, there's been such an evolution in some of these characters because we live in a different time. A of lot course. of cats are going to get offended by certain things, and that's that funny were, how that situation happened. <laughs> that was depicted as normal back then, or depicted right. as oh, you know, we could poke fun. I feel like there is a a, a line that obviously, you know, culturally regarding representation you can't cross that line of like it's it's like you know you're 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 using someone else's culture for your for your gain and or or misrepresentation right uh so for them to cast uh mr iglesias as speedy is the best thing that could ever happen to the character true yeah uh but you know he's a comedian comedians poke fun at themselves right we we talk about our culture Mm -hmm. And and we use our culture to connect with other people like, you know, that transcends culture. It's it's almost like, yeah, like we have funny parents, like yeah. our parents are, are from the third world countries from from yeah, other yeah. places that move to places like America or Canada to provide a better life. For I was us, actually going to ask you because, you know, I've had some other Filipino like comedians on. The, I had Joe Coy on here. Yeah had Dante Bosco. Yeah. And, you know, Joe does so many impersonations. Oh, my gosh. Impressions of his family. Yes. Have you done, like, a Filipino accent? Are you good at that or what? Yeah, well, here's the thing. It's like, again, when, when I look back at a character like even something like Puss in Boots yeah. uh, and it's Antonio Banderas, it's not doing, like, a Spanish or Latinx accent for me. It's doing, like, what my parents do, and it's they're they're – from the Philippines trying to sound as Caucasian as possible. Right, right, They're right. They're trying to it's sound as... Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when I go back home to Toronto, it's like I, my mom, and I always say this joke in, in any, any interview because it's it's so recognizable. My mom's like, Eric, we have to, uh, you have to visit your grandmother at the cemetery. Not the cemetery, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but the cemetery. And it's almost like the placement of where they think the act, you know, how... The syllable dips and stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but it's their mentality. 
And that's the charm and the humor and kind of like what draws you into performance like with Antonio Banderas because he has such a great command over the English language. Yeah. But there's something so charming about his performance as Puss in Boots with the accent. Yeah. There is a way that he talks that is not normal to, you know, a normal, like, stereotypical accent. It's right. Antonio, like, reading these, like, and performing this character like no one else could. And when I performed it, it was less about, like, oh, am I authentic to the accent? I should be paying more attention to being authentic to Antonio's performance. Because he does things that you will not expect with this character. Right, right. So the more curveballs I could throw at the writers and the producers and laughs I could get from, like, the director, the closer I knew I was performing to Antonio and not, like, an accent. Well, there's also a lot of, like, improv elements, right, when you step oh into it. Oh, my gosh, yes. I could yes. already tell when you come in the studio and you go into your <laughs> modes. You just go into these. I mean, and and I was wondering, even with someone like Mel Blanc, like, yeah. was he going in there throwing out stuff? or? Well, yeah. What What's crazy about Mel Blanc is that he wasn't impersonating anyone. He was just these characters. He yeah. was Bugs. He was Daffy. So he had free reign to do whatever unpredictable, like unpredictability or unpredictable things that he uh, brought to these characters. Mm -hmm. And then he would get honed in by the director. Right. You know, the, 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 the thing about voiceover is like, yeah, sometimes you can, you have license to go far and broad with it. And then other times they want you to be more realistic mm. with it. So with this, we were allowed, you know, if we're talking about Space Jam, you know, we were allowed to go there and yeah. go far. Malcolm, the director, really applauded uh, improv and, mm. and you know, stretched the comedy. And, you know, we're only on screen for two seconds. But what can we do in two seconds yeah. that will, <laughs> you know, give us more bang for our buck? Right. And, you know, there are lines in there that I, I sometimes I forget if they were written or improvised, but. You know, there's there's scenes where it's like, uh, how in the world did he get all these spectators here? Yeah, He's like, I don't know, but the line for the bathroom's gonna be insane. You know, I that that may have been improv or, yeah, yeah. or written, but I mean, there. You know, again, you're dealing with these characters that we we've known right. for so long. So, so you got to hone in on that. It's fully, so yeah. hard to like, yeah, like. So you could say you're despicable or what's up, Doc, but anything beyond that. Yeah, you're is... not going to be like, it's lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or they, or they Let's will. Let's dab on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they might want that, you know? <laughs> I'm hand to woe. No, yeah, it's like. I mean, I wrapped this porky pig in the movie. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. he's yeah. never Oh, yeah, I was going to talk to you about that. Yeah. Um, so you played porky pig and he was rapping in there, like battle yeah. rapping. Yeah. Um, and you worked with Murs on that, didn't you, or something like that? Well, I didn't get to meet Murs. We're, but we're, did he help now, write that or something? He or? he was the ghostwriter on that. Yeah. And it's funny because it's it's definitely a callback to those 90s shirts where you see Bugs and Taz and the, right, the right. backwards jeans. Yeah. And the hats backwards and like 90s. You know, 90s was like hip hop was amazing in the 90s. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, I saw you do an interview or something and bring up that. And I know Murs and Murs is like an underground hip hop yeah. legend. So like but that he was, was cool. He was brought on and he wrote the raps. I actually, I might still have the temp tracks that he did. That's amazing. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is where the the wheels fall off. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. Can I do this? No, that's another almost bonus, you know, that you got to battle rap as Porky Pig, which is yeah. amazing. That's a little somehow our world's connected in a way because I come from the battle rap world. It, yeah. Um, and voiceover. You you had mentioned that you did some voiceover. Oh, yeah. I got to mention that. Can we, so can we talk since, about this? Yeah. Since we've <laughs> since we've um, uh, spoke, uh, I got to do two parts 
One was in Adventure Time, and I actually yes. battle rapped as Son of Rap Bear. Okay, in so that episode, which uh, th- this was an episode or one of the new specials? Because I know that the the show was has it been... a special one. I, I was it was the last. Okay, it's like seasonal oh, thing. Wow. Yeah, okay. and um. I was uh, battling Flame Princess, and it was uh, oh, shout out to Jessica DeChico, yeah. the voice of. Were I you mean, in the booth with uh, anybody? Yeah, uh, no, I, I unfortunately I wasn't. Solo, but man. I was in there, and I didn't get to write my own raps, which I kind of wish I did because yeah. Flame Princess's rap on it was like fire. Was it good? <laughs> like, it was so good. Like uh. there's a whole section where she's just going in, and I was just kind of reciting the thing, and it's not like my rhythm, so it was a little bit, you know, not to my liking. Right, but I don't right. care. It was like such an honor. But you that's know? that that's the magic of you is that you're able to and that's probably like one of the reasons why they brought you in is because you're 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 notorious man that, yeah that was they were like oh do we know any battle rappers and i just i guess i came up on their list um because also my other rap friend open mike eagle got to voice another character so we were both in it and Rex oh, no Dizzy. yeah so uh we were all in that one and then most recently, Raya and the Last Dragon. I'll, I'll just post uh, right yes, here. yes. I got to do a small part of like three lines. Dude, yeah, that's that, huge. That was amazing. No, that's that, like I don't, I don't care. I'm gonna flex those three lines for the rest no, of my life. No, for sure, man. <laughs> You you gotta go like on the convention route now. You you could take that show on the road. They're like, like, who's this guy in the booth? What did he voice again? Dude, it's like I'm here all week, guys. Uh, yeah, but like I mean, those three lines are three lines that like no one else could have done except you. I, I mean, I I hope. I mean, I'd like to think so, but it was also just the love of like some of the writers there and the creators that and you know again, were like, let's include him in. So I representation appreciate that. Yeah. And, and like. Uh, you know, upping our culture and making it so much more authentic and aware. Like, again, you will be forever etched in the Disney history, like in the history of Disney as that character. And I'm telling you now, people that love that movie will remember you. And, you know, that's true. Time to start up a cameo doing some (laughs) shout outs, man. It's me, Chai, the flower guy from uh, Ryan, the last dragon. No, no, no. I got to get on that. Um, Make that money. (laughs) <laughs> no, but I mean, honestly, I we talk about representation, but dude, I appreciate so much how you're this Filipino cat, like who does these characters, so, man. I so mean, here's the thing. It's like, that's the thing about voiceover, right? And the thing that you, you are, you know, at least when I started my career, it was like the magic of voiceover is like, it didn't matter who is behind the mic, especially with these classic characters. As long as you right. sound like the characters, that's the most important part. But, you know, to know that I am who I am, Filipino, you know, from Canada that has the responsibility of, you know, carrying the mantle for these characters is huge. And if there are people that share our face or our background, specifically, you know, Pacific Islander, or even if you're not Pacific Islander or, and you are just another minority that is scared to use your voice. If I can encourage you to do that and make you yeah. feel comfortable and encourage you to step up to the mic or or even be a performer or it doesn't even have to be acting. You could be one, you know, but, but you could be anything you want to like be. People always talk about this, right? It's like, oh, who cares who's behind a voice? Because it, ultimately, it's just to make them like believe in this thing, like right. these characters. It's the character. But the truth is, is like now we live in a generation where like people want to get into voice acting people want to oh, do yeah. these things oh, and yeah. and when these kids like see that oh like you know before it was like predominantly white in, in that sure. in, in that industry yeah 
it is a little bit discouraging. It's like, can I fit into this world, sure. right? But like when you see that someone like you doing it, it does make a huge impact. Cause I, I get people always coming up to me just for the few two voices I did. Like, exactly. how do I get into the thing? That, exactly. I'm like, and, and, and it happens. Be, because you become a beacon now, yeah. you know, for people like us and, and people who don't think they have a shot because of who we are or what we look like suddenly the doors have been open. You, you got to give big shout outs to a show like Steven Universe that loves to celebrate like right. Asian culture from all all across the board. And, and you know, Rebecca Sugar gives that opportunity uh, to, to so many folks. And uh, and again, it's like, you know, props to Warner Brothers for like, yeah, I don't even think that they were thinking about that. As 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 a you know, they, I mean, they, you've been paying your dues, brother. So you uh, know, yeah. I mean, for real, you've been out here, you know, doing so many different versions of these characters, and yeah, on top of you know, Warner Brothers and Looney Tunes, just other stuff, uh, you know, like everywhere. It's been it's again, it's been a a blessing, and uh, I'm I'm all for it and for the ride, you know. I uh, but. It's it's one of those things where you sit down and you watch a screening of it or you're in the theater with other people and you forget that you're part of this sometimes. You're kind of like, but oh, yeah, I forgot. I did. I, yeah, I did do those that's voices. Tight. That's tight. Yeah, because, again, these care. I I will not be the last person to do these voices. Right, right, right. And and, and I'm fine being Bugs number six or whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, it's you said you're the, the first ever Asian person to do Bugs and you're the seventh person right right there, 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 like there was there was another version uh sam vincent in canada who did like baby bugs bunny but yeah. if we're going to talk about bugs bunny proper like the older sounding voice i love the evolution of bugs going to filipino guy <laughs> it's like uh, i am like you know white 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 filipino white 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 <laughs> and, uh, who knows who knows uh, hopefully there will be more and again uh yeah if you're out there and and, and you sound like bugs I, I, I say there's there's plenty of room for everybody. But I will say this, because you're this Filipino guy coming into this world. All my Filipino friends growing up, for some reason, could do impersonations and Is impressions. That right? I swear Is to that God, true? this is the thing that I've known. Like, because you know, I I've uh, you know toured all over with like my DJs being Filipino. A lot yeah. of Filipino DJs. Sure. These dudes are hilarious. They always got <laughs> impersonations, accents down. Yeah. Like they can do like every Asian accent, not yeah. just Filipino, but right. they'll like impersonate a Korean dude, a Chinese dude, oh. Vietnamese accent. Like Be because there's, I don't know. I don't know if we're just like natural chame uh, chameleons or whatever, but you know, uh, singing. And, yeah. Oh my God. Like, you know Journey. what I mean? Like, yeah, you'll yeah. see some Philip, uh, Asians, Asians got talent. Like, some Filipino <laughs> dude pop out and do Whitney Houston. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, for real. I swear. It's a thing. That's something I wish I could do. Uh, yeah, the you karaoke any, you game. Any, if you have any pointers, you know the karaoke game. You guys, oh, oh you guys sure. know the karaoke game. I was uh, born with a microphone in my hand, uh, and that was like <laughs> one of the things. Like back in the day when we used to do the, you know, Filipinos when they move away, they they send back. They they called the Bullock Bayan box, yeah, which yeah. is the big cardboard box of of like treats, goodies, snacks. You know, <laughs> back in the day, we used to send correspondence like back home to my grandma, and that was. Audio cassette. Yeah. So I would be doing voices at, like with the karaoke machine as a 10 year old, you know, naming off uh, Pinoy food like uh, Palabok <laughs> and like Diniguan and like doing the accent. And my parents would laugh and I would want to make them laugh more. That's the, that's our so, first audience, you know. Yeah. And I you know we were talking about cameo earlier. Do you get that like with family members at this point? Like, do, do your parents oh, ask, like, you of know, course. do that voice real quick? Yeah, like, no. <laughs> you call. 
Call, call your cousin. They want you to do this voice. Do a shout out for this guy. You know, it's like okay. You know, like that's that, <laughs> yeah. that's it. They're that's, going grocery shopping. They Facetime you. Next it. thing you know, you're doing a voice for a stranger. Yeah, no, for sure. It. And and again, it's like this will never happen again. I mean, I hope it does. But you have to look at it like that. You have to look at it like this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I'm glad to do that for family and I'm glad to do it for friends. Anytime, you know, you have me at your disposal. Anytime you want me to do shout outs for your show. Uh, no, kids. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the best part when those kids light oh, up, dude. bro. I my mean. son, you know, five years old, he's like my agent now. Yeah. <laughs> when we go to the park, he's like, hey, what's up? You know, Riker. My name's Riker. I'm five. My dad's Bugs Bunny. And like, Yo, that's he'll just flex. pimp me out at the, the playground. I love that. That's a flex at the sandbox, bro. But then, <laughs> and then, and then, yeah. And then when he's done, he's like, okay, just go be regular, dad. He's like, uh, we're done with you. You know, I mean, he's going to love that until you start embarrassing him. With oh, the for sure. Like his wedding, it's over. You know, like, it's, <laughs> like he's, he's so, wedding. he's so screwed at his I wedding. I can't wait. I have for so the... many videos of him doing stupid stuff at his wedding. Has this, um, for Space Jam New Legacy, I feel like this one is is one of the most recent mainstream things for Looney Tunes, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, like, I mean, Looney Tunes back in action, I think, was the last time they were in the theaters, and then 25 years since the original. So, that's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. It's, it's been that long since they've been in the theaters? It, uh, I don't know exactly when Looney Tunes, I'm sure a fan will know, uh, Looney Tunes back in action was the one with Brendan Fraser, Jenna Elfman. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was kind that. of like the follow-up to... Um, you know the the Michael Jordan uh, epic yeah. film, mm-hmm. but ever since then it's just kind of like here and there, like little glimpses of the Looney Tunes, and uh, you know we're we're lucky that they're they're you know they're even in this incarnation. That's yeah, I find that interesting. It's such a legacy kind of uh, a brand that like. I would I would have thought I guess they are sprinkled in everywhere. You know, there's always commercials For and everything. Sure. It's just, and, and that's the thing. You got to treat them like, you know, whether it be a 30 second commercial or a two hour movie with LeBron. Right. They are as important as they are in every every time they they step out into the spotlight. Are they really, you know, Warner Brothers? They must be very protective about that as well. Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They, they You know, they, and again, even with LeBron, like he was always attached to the picture. But from what I've learned in talks with some of the producers they have been sitting on this for like a decade for the for the better part of like 10 years trying to figure out when the right time and the right story was appropriate to bring them back and here we are i mean speaking about you know going back to voice acting and how that world has changed have you seen more representation in general behind the scenes oh absolutely absolutely and especially since you know like even look at the simpsons you know they're recasting based off of like cultural representation right and they're not losing any of the comedy when they do. What are your thoughts about everything that's been going on in that realm? I think it's a wonderful thing, and I think, again, any little bit, even if it is just voiceover and voices, because voiceover has always been looked at as like, eh, whatever, it's just cartoon voices. Now everyone and their mom wants to be in a cartoon. But to know that they are very conscious about who they are asking uh, to represent or step into these characters... Or if they're even open to, open to ethnicity. I've been yeah. seeing that a lot. So it's not necessarily barred. The adverse effect is when, you know, the people representing you, your agents or managers, are only giving you finding the Filipino rules. Right. That's where it kind of comes into, right. oh, well, wait, I, 
I can only read for the Filipino guy now. I I, I am I can also do Bugs Bunny. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you, yeah. that's where you don't want it to to uh, exclude you from uh, having a chance to read for icon other iconic characters. Yeah, no, I, I feel the same way. You know, I feel like you know people nowadays everything going on they're like rolling their eyes at stuff. But I'm like, no, if it affects people and. There's even a small group of people that are offended. Like it matters. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, absolutely. You don't. You, again, you just want to be conscious and uh, respectful and mindful of 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 everyone. You yeah. know, like because that's just where we are right now. And I think that's you have to pay attention to that and and you have to listen to people. Yeah. Like no. I I will never know what it's like to be, you know, African American or even Caucasian or like my fellow Asian brothers and sisters, you know, everyone has a different story. Yeah. Especially even when like, you know, um, obviously a Pooh's character, that was the big and one in question of the Simpsons, yeah. but it's like the people were just like, Oh, come on. Like you're not Indian. Then you shouldn't be talking about yeah. that, bro. Like but, there's an Indian community that's offended by it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But also we have to remember that like the center of the, of, of that show are the Simpsons. So it's you're almost right. like, they're making fun of like the the stereotypical like white family in America. Gotcha. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. we have to also take a step back and and look at like okay, the context. They're, of they're not just making fun or or stereotyping one. They're stereotyping everybody. That is true. That is true. But That's a good point. You have to be very very respectful and very um you know, is this is this a stereotype or is it an actual farce or depiction or mm. a uh, satire of what we're trying to poke fun at. Got you. No, I feel that. I feel that. Well, we got a bunch of people in the chat right now. We also take questions. So if you have any questions for this man, Eric Bowser, I, and I want to hear some questions directly for him. Um, this is a great opportunity. This is a world-class voice actor we have in the studio right here. You know. Also, I'm not normally this sweaty. I just thought I would wear a long <laughs> sleeve. I also ran here from like a different uh, parking lot. You're repping yeah, yeah. over here, though. What is the Space Jam this, merch? This, 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 is, uh, this is part of uh, my clothing line line retro kid uh retro kid .ca. is it is this it part I, of yours i designed this shirt oh sick yeah they're also on the back um uh, but uh outside of being a voiceover artist i was into graphic design and animation so i could draw nice and uh we got the license to make uh space jam a new legacy merchandise wow which, which is, is crazy dope, bro because i've owned every looney tune shirt since 1992 so I'm finally getting my money back. <laughs> so wait, so um, that's interesting. You've been a Looney Tunes diehard oh, fan, absolutely. Yeah. Wow, I, I, I didn't know that part. Oh man, I mean, I think that's the only reason why I am in this position is because I would watch it like uh, like my version of the gym is watching two hours or an hour of Looney Tunes a day, just to make sure I, I keep the 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 instrument fine tuned. Yeah, and you were just doing all the voices, and uh, that's that's amazing, bro. You gotta you got that's you gotta practice. It. You got to put in your 10,000 oh, hours of the voices. Uh, I'm sure there are people in this chat that know what I'm talking about. I mean, like, just, just you know, again, it, it, it helps when you're trying to depict these old characters in modern times. Because, again, we're reading dialogue that no one's ever read before. Yeah. None of the original creators have written this. So it's like you have to draw back on all of your favorite childhood memories with these characters and go, how would he, how would Bugs say it? Like, you know, let me ask you, how does that practice process look like? So are you in like, say oh. your office and you're just, <laughs> I, I'm just curious. Cause we never like kind of envision what we know that you're like trying out the voices, but like, so what do you, do you replay little inflections? Like, how yeah, do you, you know, I mean, I love it when Bugs Bunny sings. Cause it's one of those things where 
You could do, eh, what's up, Jack? But, you know, what do they do on the rainy night in Rio? Where do they go when there ain't no starry sky? Yeah. Where do they go when they can't go for a walk? Do they stay home and talk? Or do they sit and sigh? Aye, aye. You know, it's like, yeah. it's that stuff to me that, like, when he becomes just so unhinged, uh, that's the stuff that's so hard to. So you capture. don't have to be able to sing too. You can't. Well, be off I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like we've already lost viewers. Uh, you know. <laughs> no, I mean you got it. You can't go off a key and, and note. You're still hitting the notes, right. you know. Like I, I, I could sing in Bugs Bunny's voice, but I, 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 myself, I'm a horrible singer. I, I am not a good singer. But, I mean, uh, like Porky Pig rapping, you still had to. That know. was hard. What up? It's Porky Pig. They call me P Double L G. Step to me. He don't want no trouble. I be shaking my bacon. He be faking the funk. Ankle be breaking money making in your face when I dunk. That's that's a <laughs> verse. That's a verse that they didn't put in the movie. Because uh, every time I would sing the short version, I'm like, "There's something weird about this. Is there a longer version?" Yeah. And they're like. Yeah, there is. So they would they gave me the long version. I'm like, let's let's do the whole thing, and then you guys can edit it however which way you want. We need you to go on sway and just have <laughs> reps as different characters ready. Bro, oh, that's an instant viral. Dude, that's going that, off. That's it. That's, that's it. it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go swipe one of the joints. At Please, least Daffy dude, Duck or are something. You kidding me? Yeah, if we're gonna were, make that happen. If you were to ghostwrite any rap, I would be. Let's. Do, I would oh, call. I would call Warner Brothers. And be like, yo, dumbfounded. <laughs> We're going to get that ready. Let's take a call. Um, we got Eric Bowser, voice actor, in the studio today. Let's get Atticus right now. What's up, Atticus? You are on hey. the air. Oh, there what he is. What's going on, Eric? What hey, what's on, up, Jack? Nice to call in. Um, it's more so of a request um, now that you guys are both uh, prolific voice actors. Um, I want to relax, bro. Stop of, guessing uh, me. <laughs> of that, of that scene in uh, Raya, uh, where uh, where Dumb has his uh, his three voice lines. Uh, is that possible? I, I think it was four, but it's alright. Uh, oh. <laughs> were there wait, any wait, efforts? What, what do you want me to do? What What are you saying? Um, what are you asking? Hey, let me um, let me message Alex the script line. Um, oh, if uh, if you guys are willing to do that, yeah, just. Do, but like, do you, do you have like, do you have the script line just ready at the crib? Like, yeah, I love like it. Right yeah. I love I it. This, I, I wrote this, this short film. I want you guys to act it out as Porky Pig and Chai the Flower Guy. <laughs> so, um, I want to see if um, an interaction between Chai the Flower Guy and uh, and Porky Pig. Okay. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Oh, uh, be, uh, be a boy. Uh, uh, this is the first time. Disney and Warner Brothers has had a team up since Roger Rabbit. Whoa, it's Chai, the flower guy, and Porky Pig coming at you live. What's up, Chai? For all your flowering needs, hit me up. Is this the screenplay that we're supposed to read? I'm Chai, the flower guy. Where's Dang High? <laughs> well, this is this is this is just straight from the movie, bro. Yeah. This is straight from the movie. This is just straight rap. Okay, now we're getting sued for both com from both companies. Thank oh, you for that. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> All right, Atticus. Um, that was a weird crossover. Um, that made no sense, but uh, we appreciate you. Is there anything else for uh, Eric? You got? Uh, no. Just um, paying proper respects. Uh, thanks again for um having you know. Uh, at least representing the Filipino community. Are you Filipino? And, you know, the work that you do, it's 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 great. It's I don't know. It's 
it's something uh definitely that are, are, is, are I you have during my childhood so are you are you filipino I'm, yeah, yeah. Oh, you are. I'm Filipino. I'm, so I'm trying like to convince yeah. uh, Warner Brothers to rename Porky Pig uh, Larry Lechon. So <laughs> Larry Lechon. <laughs> he's he will always be half eaten. He'll have bites out of his back. And Larry stuff. Lechon. That's yeah, Lee, Lee, yeah, Larry Lechon. Kamusta kana? Mabuhai. Larry Lechon. We need that. We we need oh, that man. character as like a Jolly <laughs> Bee <laughs> mascot. It's or happening. Let's I'm gonna open a restaurant. Can we get it, Jolly Bee? Thank you, bro. Thank you, sir. We need a Jolly Bee special named after you, bro. <laughs> Just like Travis Scott had the McDonald's <laughs> oh, meal. Dude, yeah. We need the Eric Bowser Jolly Bee meal. It's uh, it's Palabok, and uh, <laughs> yeah. no one will want to sit next to you while you eat it. It's boiled eggs and noodles. Let's so. get uh, Mac Yeezy on the line. What's up, Mac? It's calling from uh, London over here. What? What's up, Mac? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, bro. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Dad, um, yeah, I just wanted to hop on and uh, ask um, Eric a question about. Uh, so you said how the, the whole voice acting landscape like now changed so much. So if someone was to try and get into this now, like how would someone do so? Um, yeah, I, I, as, you know, you guys are the experts on here. Well, I think the process is still the same. You know, if you're going to do the traditional route, definitely having an example of your work via voice demo reel. Uh, a lot of the stuff that I'm performing on is union, so you might have to be in the union or eligible to join the union. Uh, but man, oh man, I mean, ever since I started in animation, we're talking about, I mean, I'm sitting in this studio in LA and this is a, a homemade studio. It is. This is like- <laughs> Don't put is, me on blast like that, right? Oh no. We but, are in my house now. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like, I look at this and I'm like, oh, he's got a new studio. But I'm like, it's the corner of your house. Right, and right. it's like, this is, we're on a real show right now. We're, this is broadcast quality production. So if you're looking at cartoons, you are you can just make your own show. You could, you could bypass the system. Look at all these people that are tuning into your show. I mean, obviously you're, you're a renowned performer as well, but I mean, like you have a show, so this is nuts. So if you have an idea uh, or have a group of friends that wants to make a cartoon, that's enough. Like you can, you can build your own army and have people like follow you and then have people like Adult Swim notice you or like Fox or PBI. It doesn't matter. Like, and, and what you say is true, though. Like in any field, there is no more traditional one way route to get in and not just voice acting. It's but the, everything. It's the Wild West. You know, you have an idea. And most importantly, you have to have passion for what it is you're right. doing. Right. And uh, that's something that I feel like is the reason why I'm here talking to you. It's like I didn't give up on on myself or or people saying, no, it's okay, next. That's the thing about acting too. It's like you'll have a lot of door slam in your face and you have to get used to that. Like it happened to Mel Blanc. His story mm. is like he kept going to Warner Brothers. Imagine just, just down the street, yeah. you know. He in the 1940s kept driving to Warner Brothers going, uh, you, need, you need a guy to do voices for you? And they're like, no, we got a guy. And wow. then he said he kept doing that until – that guy passed away 
<laughs> and then, then and then so kill your competition. No, I'm yo, just kidding. Yo, it's just, that's that's a grind when you gotta wait for your competition to pass away to, that's, to that's, get in the gate. That's nineteen forty style. Oh my gosh, you gotta yeah. wait for him to get dysentery on the organ. Yeah. Um, but no, I, well for you, like, did you start off getting into acting or specifically just voice acting? Oh man, that's the other thing. I was like, yeah, just doing impressions, and I had to learn the hard way through harsh notes from voice directors in town who I still work with today they're like he's a nice guy and he can do impressions but he's an awful actor oh wow so it's like i didn't go to school for the dramatic arts i didn't right. go to school for like theatrical and performing i had to like i was uh, one of the lucky ones that they still let me back into the building and i was it was almost like i was getting paid to go to school i was so like just you know i'm sitting in a room with people like rob rob paulson or tara strong people that i grew up watching like i i kept saying i think i feel like i owe you babysitting money because you raised me as a yeah. kid but i learned from them and just watching them and for whatever reason within a year or two you know one of the greatest voice directors uh, andrea romano she's since retired she just said i don't know what happened to you but something just clicked yeah something just happened and you just got it and we just kept feeding you. It and, happens. You know, Everyone has that moment, right? Like, it's weird. But there's something about the Looney Tunes characters for me that has always held a very special place in my heart. And again, uh, someone like Mac Easy, you know, had that question. It's like just your passion. Don't don't ever lose that. Let me ask you, how much do you have to get in the zone as this character? Like if you play Bugs Money, do you need to hold a carrot like in the studio? It's funny. It's weird. Uh, for my audition for Bugs, I, I think I may have been the only one that submitted eating carrots in the audition. <laughs> and I, I don't know if that was that. like a good thing or I a bad thing, that. but I almost died because I was like, because eh. here's the thing. Apparently Mel Blanc uh, was allergic yeah. to carrots or oh interesting. so he would actually eat <laughs> celery or if he did eat carrots he would have a bucket there to spit it out oh my god that's funny how ironic but yeah doc uh, something like carrots is always around every time i uh, do that voice in case he does munch on a carrot i want to be authentic uh, to the character that's amazing yeah, so. like marvin the martian wearing wow. a helmet yeah here. yeah yeah <laughs> uh, where's my spartan helmet yeah I have to wear a tutu when I uh, do Marvin's voice. Uh, Mac, yeah, that well, was a great question. Hopefully um, we answered. Thanks for calling yeah, in. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Thanks. I'm definitely going to listen to this just like audio only because of the amount of voices that have came out of this. So <laughs> it's a, I, know, I was just listening to my own podcast audio-wise just recently because I, I don't really go back too much. But then it's a different experience. The audio experience is very different. You know? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Mac, thanks for, for sure. calling in. We got uh, Tony K Films. What's up, buddy? Tony K. He is muted, who used to be a former producer on this show, which he should have figured out by now. But uh, I don't know what's going on here. What's up there, Tony K. Films? <laughs> don't give free cameos out like I that, bro. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. Don't give no free cameos out. There's a, there's a, uh, we have a pa Patreon. That you You're have a world-renowned. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to make you do this, all right? Ar Artesian, what's up? Yeah. Artesian. Hello? Oh, hey, can you guys hear me? Yep, how are you? I'm doing good, how are you guys? Good. So my question um, is, um, so I know you've done a whole bunch of different characters, but I was wondering if there's a character that you haven't had the chance to voice. 
Um, oh man! Anyone at all? Like, who would you my, would you my, like to voice? My favorite question ever. Uh, I always say Batman. Oh. I would be the last person Batman. I could. I could barely fill that suit in. Uh, <laughs> like Batman would be the ultimate. Of course, everyone you know, Joker would be great, but. I love Batman. He was like yeah. one of my favorite characters yeah. growing up as a kid. The movies, the animated series. Uh, and he has a very specific kind of uh, voice and a feel uh, to it, right? I, uh, Kevin yeah. Conroy, arguably, and not arguably, he's like, for me, the definitive voice of okay. Batman. He was he was in Batman, the animated series. And yeah, it's yeah. like that kind of voice. Like, yeah. you're just born with it or you're not. And it's like... That would be the ultimate. Uh, I also enjoy Will Arnett's version on Lego Movie. Oh my God! Yeah. See, but even even Will Arnett's version, like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. Will Arnett, he still has that. I voice. love that because it's like the clear, like, making fun of Batman voice, yes, which is yes. great. Yes, it's so good. But but see, it's perfect because oh, and another thing, uh, you know, I, I I had said it before in a different interview talking about. Um, Seth Rogen and and uh, you know someone like Jay Baruchel kind of, they have <laughs> specific sounding the characters uh, uh, voices with character I like to say yeah. and Will Arnett is just born with that naturally yeah. bristled rough voice and then you and and is hilarious happens to be hilarious do you, do you actually practice celebrity voices too. Uh, you know, you know, man. I did I not do Jeff Bridges the last time I was here, man. I think we did Jeff Bridges. Jeff and, Bridges, you know, Morgan Freeman. You're listening to classic. dumbfounded. That's yeah. a classic. You know. uh, but yeah, I, I mean, it's it's you know, and you know, these Filipino Canadians, they're coming here. They're gonna take the jobs. You know, we gotta build a wall around Canada. We're gonna we're gonna build it out of their favorite food called Putin. It's a French fries, <laughs> gravy, and cheese. Here's the thing about Putin. I love having Putin in my mouth all the time. You know, I love French fries, gravy, and cheese. Oh, I love it, bro. Yeah. Uh, well, we've already 40 people left. I love it, As soon it, as they man. heard that voice, they're like, oh, not this guy oh, again. Oh, I love it. I thought he was bad. Yeah, Jay Baruchel. Yeah, it's, it's a weird, uh, I love a hiccup, you know, from uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, man. He's got a very specific voice, uh, Jay Baruchel. It's very... Um, you know, it's the moneymaker. I love and then, it. You know, Seth Rogen, he, you know, he, he could be Elmer Fudd in a movie. If there was a celebrity mm. cast, uh, be very, very quiet. I'm hunting Wabbit. <laughs> you know, he's got that machine Have gun you, laugh. Did you, did you coach any celebrity? Like, you know, you talked about, um, who was that? Gabriel Iglesias? No, oh, no, no. Fluffy, Fluffy. Yeah, was on. Gabriel yeah, Iglesias. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a natural. Again, right. a lot of the reasons why uh, stand-up comics are, are hired to do, like, a lot of these you know, celebrity cameos and cartoons, it's because they know how to deliver material. Mm. You know, their whole career is delivering, like they can make anything funny. Right. So true. you give them a script and they will find, they will deliver what you want and then they will go above and beyond. You know, um, someone that comes to mind that has made a huge career out of it was Carlos Ellis Rocky. Mm. Uh, he was the voice of the Taco Bell Chihuahua. Oh, he's Sam. the voice of Crocker on Fairly Odd Parents. And he's also Garcia on Reno 911. If you've ever seen him and Harlan Williams do stand-up comedy, another guy who's in animation, uh, they are just so good at delivering material uh, and have such profound, celebrated voice acting True. careers. Yeah. So, but yeah. Well, Artesian, thanks for calling in. Appreciate you. Thanks. All right, we got a few more here. We got Turtle Duck. Yeah, a turtle duck. <laughs> D-U-C-K, by the way. This, yeah, this is one sure. of our regular listeners here. Very nice. Turtle duck, what's up? Turtle. 
Come on, man. Come on. You've called in every week. <laughs> Tony K and Turtle, get your... You know why? It's a Monday, and they're usually used to doing That's this on a, on a Tuesday. They have it all set up for Tuesdays, usually. Um, Turtle Doug, you still here? No? Go to Tony K. Nothing. Yeah, Tony? Turtle power. There it is. Turtle power. All right, well... Is he there? No. Okay, okay. Well, he should be either way. Um, we had you, then we lost you. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, Next. you're visiting L.A. right now, right? No, no, I'm here. I you're here. here. I'm here. I'm here. I, I thought, I I thought you were, uh, you've been here for the whole time? I couldn't I even go back in... to Canada if I had the vaccine. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, they just won't let me back in. Are, are you, well, like, uh, uh, you're in the Valley area or something like that? Yeah. Okay. Sherman, okay. Got, you, got you, Valley. Yeah. It's, it, it was a process. I'm still on the same work visa that I had since 2006, 2007. Mm. Um, not that I don't want to be a citizen. It's just uh, every time I'm about to like solidify like that part of me being here, it's always like there might be a project that brings me back to Canada. So, mm. you know, again, these Canadians shopping the border, you know, we got to get rid of them. They're, sh they're polite, but, you know. The Canadians uh, definitely are very prideful of you, though. I can tell because you do a oh lot of ca Canadian gosh. media, and press. I, yeah. It's so uh, awesome you bring that up because I'm homesick already. And, you know, the difficulty of traveling during the pandemic is I haven't seen my parents in like a year or two. Yeah. And uh, it, it's it's something amazing and i can't even describe in words how grateful i am towards the canadian people for celebrating no they celebrate you. i cut that's why i think i thought you were there because right. i've seen a lot of press from okay canada and know? also uh, let me get something straight with everyone just so you know if you've, if you've been paying attention to, so, to my social media I do not have a PR agent at all. <laughs> Everything you've seen has like notepad and pencil. Yeah. Direct messages on IG. That's funny. It's crazy. They're just like, can you? And, and again, I think it's because of the pandemic. I'm allowed to do back-to-back -back interviews on Zoom with all of these people that right. would normally take. I would have to drive an hour there or 30 minutes here or top on a plane. Yeah. Because of Zoom. Like I'm like, oh, you need me? Okay, hold on. Just let me brush my teeth yeah. and just make sure I don't have nothing in my teeth. And then, like, let's shoot this film, you know, film this uh, interview. All the interviews, like, guess what, guys? The uh, All the voices of your childhood <laughs> <laughs> comes from a man who's actually Canadian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and he's Filipino. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's a double F. No, I love that, though. I love people just celebrating and, like, you know, taking pride in that, you know? Again, uh, the the maybe one of the craziest things to happen recently uh they have like toronto raptors radio they have invited me to do like maybe five minutes of commentating at an actual raptors oh, game amazing. as like porky pig or daffy or whoever and i'm like that will be probably the mo I, I could retire after that you yeah, know I, I feel like and it does like does Looney Tunes, Warner Brothers, are they cool with you like going out and doing the voices and stuff? For the How most part, okay. I feel like it's like a, I think you they know. trust you because you're you're good at press, though. You I know, can tell oh, from <laughs> all your interviews and stuff, you are good at press. They know they're not gonna go crazy. I'm not like, gonna go nuts. It's me, Porky Pig. I'm subscribed yeah. on OnlyFans. You're not yeah, gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> 
you're not gonna <laughs> like they know you're not yeah, gonna yeah, do that yeah, you know like yeah. so i think that's something i would do I immediately mean, get removed know, from yeah, the movie yeah, yeah um yeah. yeah no that that's great bro i i love that i love seeing i've been keeping up with all the press and, and your instagram dude um, you've, you again you were there since the beginning thanks uh, for the gift by the way of course marvin the martian this I, is I going couldn't, in the I, studio i couldn't bring i, I couldn't come here empty-handed yeah you've been so generous to me and I'm so thankful for people like you just being the tent pole and the beacon for up and comers. Oh, no, nah, like, no, nah, man. You've been in the game for so long. I love it, bro. Um, we got Tony K on here. Yeah. All right. Tony, what's up? Hey, what's up? What's up, Eric? Hey. <laughs> uh, Porky oh, fans. <laughs> Sorry for the technical difficulty earlier. I was, oh, good. Uh, I'm on my phone. I never used Discord on my phone. But um, hey, so question I wanted to ask was uh, I'm – I'm very sure that you know about um, that one scene with uh, Daffy and Bugs. Uh, what was it hunting season when? Uh, oh Daffy yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they imitate each other. Oh yes. Um, yeah. What? Like, I was wondering if you had any two characters that you would like to imitate each other that you voice over. Oh my gosh, that's re that's really funny. I think it would be funny to have. Uh, gosh, that that is a good question. I would almost do Tiger Claw and Master Splinter because they're almost the same voice. <laughs> so it, it, like in the yeah, in that's the, actually hard because it's so subtle. They are yeah, so yeah. subtle, but it's funny because you know Tiger Claw was this big yakuza. Um, right, Yakuza assassin that worked for Master Shredder. And the version of Master Splinter I do is not stoic at all. Every version of Splinter thus far has always been like Michelangelo, very mm. low key. I did like if Master Splinter and Danny DeVito had a baby. It was like very loud, boisterous, you know. I would help you, Michelangelo, but you're blocking the TV. I'm watching my show. <laughs> you know, like, you know, he was like the opposite of what we know. So those two characters would be hilarious because they almost are polar opposites, but sound almost the same. It is interesting to hear like a villain and a hero, right? And hear the actual like sincerity in a voice or the evilness yes. in a voice. Yeah. There you is know? something about playing a bad guy. I don't know if in 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 Rhea, were you a good guy? You were a good guy, right? I was just I was just an extra guy. Okay, okay. who didn't even need to be there. I'm like I'm Chai. Uh, yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. Nah, he nah, sounds like a really he was a nice guy. It was a show. Yeah, I feel like with if you ever brought like I would love to hear you play a bad guy because of how jovial and nice you are in person. Yeah, That's I mean you know I'm not I'm I'm just nice to you right now. I'm terrible to my fans. <laughs> sometimes they hate me. Uh, <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like being a like playing a bad guy. I I think is always so much better but those would be the two if i were to do like a rabbit season duck yeah. season you know it's, <laughs> it's almost like uh again i always describe splinter as tiger claw but if you washed him in hot water and dried him twice he becomes this shrunken version of of tiger claw well but, what's uh what's like some stuff that you need in the studio before going in like like a hot tea is there like a rider situation that you request oh or? no i'm not that special i'm like the, i'm the worst <laughs> i'm like is it just like rappers when they go to a yeah, show you yeah. got bottle service like oh what do you, my god i wish do you voice need actors anything in the that. studio like like hot tea oh like, my gosh just water just, just water room, room temperature nothing. water i think cold really retracts the muscles like cold temperature water so they always 
say room temp or whatever but i'm like the guy that shows up like eating like chocolate and like drinking lattes no we need we need writers for voice actors i'm gonna fight for that oh, all right because celine dion requests like a room that's 100 <laughs> like certain temperature really? for her voice like wow. she got special requests but hey that's that's celine dion you know eric yeah, baza yeah. needs ciroc <laughs> in every booth before he does bugs bunny all right two uh, bottles i'm gonna of- need uh you know baby carrots and uh all, all of all of my skittles separated out in different colors <laughs> you know. that's what's up uh tony thanks for calling bro thanks all right, we're going to take one more call, wrap it up. Turtle Duck, uh, hopefully you're still here because you sound like a character, Turtle Duck. That sounds like its own <laughs> character. What would Turtle Duck sound like? Turtle Duck, you know, there's a cream for that. I think that's a, a medical condition. <laughs> turtle. Oh, come on, Turtle. Turtle, he's the most tech-savvy guy I know, too. I don't know what's going on over here. All good, all good. All is, right. is there a way he could write a question if he's not in? <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. Uh, if there's any questions, you could type it in the chat. Uh, what do you? What's going on with you now? You're doing a press run for Space Jam: New, New Legacy. It's funny because we're living again in this in this scope and scape of things. They they had they, we we were a big uh, opening weekend, big Friday. Uh, but again, that was the day before the mask mandate was kicked back right. in. And then it looks like the numbers may have dropped a little, but we still have to take in consideration all the clicks we're getting on HBO Max. So if you uh, aren't as courageous uh, to go out and watch a movie in theaters, definitely check us out on HBO Max. We're still pumping. I think it's going to be in uh, on streaming for at least uh, 60 days. Uh, and then it'll it'll you know continue to be in theaters. During the pandemic, did you do any voiceover work at the house? And oh my gosh! It? Yeah. I would say that seventy five percent of Space Jam: A New Legacy was recorded in my walk in closet. Crazy, so yeah, you, me too. I did Raya in at the house, hear- yeah, which is kind of crazy. So much respect to like the sound engineers oh and mixing gosh. and mastering because. They're taking all these voices and oh, yeah. puzzle piecing it together. Oh, yeah. Like, but I find it kind of special. I feel like that I got to do it like on my microphone at my house. That's kind of neat. You it know? was kind of like, cool. Yeah. Uh, and again, uh, if you hear any dogs barking and lawnmowers, I will pay for your <laughs> month of July HBO Max. My apologies. No, but yeah, I, I ended up getting a, a whisper room, like one of those nice booths. But of course, leave it leave it to me to bite at the end of the first pandemic. Thank God there's a second pandemic happening. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> God damn you, uh, pandemic. That's not even a joke. Pandemic, yes, please just go away. Oh, uh, my Lord. You know, it would it would make things so much nicer, uh, get back to normal. But we we had our little uh our little, you know, breath of fresh air being able to the numbers when they went down. But yeah. uh, continue to be safe out there, guys. And and you know, again. Uh, it's a good thing we've all kind of even simmered down. I yeah. I don't know if we'll ever be uh at rest politically, but like at least for now, at least nothing crazy has been happening. Knock on wood, and yeah, just just be safe and exactly. you know be mindful of one another. I I want to just uh put a little connection Filipino connection together for you. Uh, also, Pilo, who's a Filipino rapper, was on the soundtrack for Space Jam. Yes, Do you, are you familiar with Pilo? I, I I am, but I I didn't get a chance to meet. I don't even okay. know if Pilo was at the uh at the at the premiere. Uh, or he was. He, he was, was at the premiere and. Uh, I but I don't know if that was for the musicians or not, but it might have been oh, too. I don't know. But or for uh, like a soundtrack party, or maybe something. I don't know. I think it was actual, actual premiere, but I just wanted because he's a good friend of mine, and uh, and you know he's killing it like in hip hop. One of the few like big big Asian yeah. cats doing yeah. it. 
So I uh, wanted to put that connection together as the two Filipinos holding it down on Space yeah, Jam. Yeah, Pilo, hit me up, man. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I, got, I got to send that to him, right? Dude, if, uh, if if you guys do ghost rapping for for any Looney Tunes character, I will be there. That's what's up. We we need a <laughs> yeah a Bay Area uh, uh, Bugs Bunny or something because he's yeah. like a super Bay Area. Oh area. yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Um, Eric, love having you on, man. Dude, so always inspiring. A pleasure. I, I love everything you do. Um, can't wait to have like an. I'm working on an animated project yeah. right now, and okay. I, I got to get you to do something, Dude, bro. Whatever we can do to yeah. to infiltrate the system and and have more uh, broad scope, like you know, a, a peek into our culture and 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 you know, our society and like just our people. Just to have more interesting stories being told, I think not uh-huh. just for Asian people, African American people. You yeah, know, uh, and it's Hispanic, happening. It's happening. Latinx. It's a renaissance right now, man. And I love it. And I and I think that um, we we need more of it. We need to uh, keep learning about each other and and not separate from one another. And just to to be to be. I, I'm waiting for the aliens to come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are the aliens gonna do? Are they gonna fix everything or what? Like, what the hell's wrong with you people? <laughs> Well, uh, Eric Bowser, thank you so much. And look out for this man. Follow him on Instagram. I promise you, just keep up with everything he's doing. He's always voicing some character. Uh, <laughs> take us out right now for fun with them, man, in Porky Pig fashion. How about that? Uh, you've been paying attention, listening. Uh, we, we are watching Fun with the Dumb. Yeah, that's all, folks. <laughs> Tune in next week for another episode of Fun with Dumb. Peace.